Welcome back to another episode of the Unfounded Podcast. My name is Chris Turner. I'm your host. And today I want to talk about filtering yourself. This is kind of a theme of the podcast. I've talked about it before. One of my goals is to not filter myself in this podcast. Just take every thought that comes into my head while I'm recording and send it right to you. And uh, I was sitting here tonight, uh, kind of just listening to some music and hanging out, and the idea popped in my head, hey, filtering. People filter themselves all the time. And I kind of want to dive into it a little bit. So, this is another fear-based thing. There's a trend here, right? <laughs> filtering yourself. This is also an ego thing. So, what do I mean by it's a fear? Well, why would somebody change what they would intend to say? Right? I guess that's really a start. Let's start, let's start somewhere else. Let's start with the ego. So what, how do you know what you intend to say? Well, ideally, the way it happens is that you, you feel that somewhere inside your head, this idea is generated through some connection or synapse and electrical circuits of some sort. In, in essence, some kind of description like that, right? And this idea is formed somehow. There's not a real good description usually. People can't really describe it very well, but it comes from inside you, let's say, right? Well, then we have to ask, what's you? And this is where the ego comes in, right? Because the ego is what a lot of people associate with themselves. And that's for a couple of reasons. Uh, there's a really, uh, he's not extremely famous, but he's famous in my eyes. His name's Alan Watts. He's a philosopher, kind of an Eastern philosopher uh, that uh, was very popular back in the 60s. Uh, and he has a lot of recordings of his talks. And he talks about uh, things like the ego and stuff like that in depth. Uh, he's very intellectual, but also very spiritual, very interesting person. If you're interested in diving in, in deeper into anything I talk about, Alan Watts will talk about some of the things I talk I, I, regularly. So anyway, um, but he, he has this one, I think probably the best description of where the ego comes from. And the way he describes it, and you kind of have to get a little bit in a like a hypnosis state for this. If anybody out there, you know, meditates or something like that, it'd be a good thing to think about when you're getting into a meditative state. I know that you're usually trying to clear your mind, but if your intent is this, it's a good thing. So, uh, the idea is clear, clear your mind. You know, you can be laying in your bed sometime or you can be, you know, laying on your couch, whatever, but idea is just kind of get really relaxed and you want to try to, um, l like loosen your, your muscles in a sense, right? Let go of the tension. If you, if you kind of really focus on the way your body is feeling, you'll notice there's this tension. It's very subtle, but, it, and you may have to lay there still for a, a second to feel it. But if you lay there still and don't move at all for long enough and you focus, you start to feel that there's like this constant tension you feel pretty much everywhere. It's like a constant tension. And what Alan Watts identified is that this tension is actually related to your muscles. So this tension uh, is kind of a constant feeling. It is a feeling that you actually have, but it's not, it's not really like the outer limit of your body, the way you would generally 
like identify with it, right? You kind of identify with that feeling is like where your body ends and the world begins or something. You know what I mean? But it's not really the best way to think about it. It's more of your, that feeling is really like the muscle tension that you're feeling. That's, that's what you're feeling. You don't really feel that, that barrier. The only time you ever feel that is if you break it, right? If you cut your finger or something like that, but you don't feel that barrier near the, any other time. And the reason you feel it then is because you expose, you know, those nerves and stuff to the outer, you know, the, the outer world. And so you feel it. But the, 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 the idea is that the ego, there's an actual feeling, like a physical feeling associated with the ego. And that is this tension because, and if you think about it, that's kind of what you associate with I, right? It's this tension that you feel constantly when you're awake, at least. That's interesting, actually kind of a side topic. That might be why dream states are a little different. There's not the physical constraint. You don't feel that tension anymore. Anyway, um, but the ego itself is, what it's comprised of is kind of simplistic layers of both your image of yourself, so kind of what you think you are, and then what people give back to you as your image as well, kind of what they reflect back to you. So how they interact with you, you know, how they respond to the things you say, stuff like that. The more you interact with the world, the more you get kind of a, a, a better resolution, you know, ego in a, in a sense, a better resolution image of what people think of you and then what you think of yourself, right? And you do kind of constantly adjust this in some sense, right? But it's a conglomerate of those two things. And the idea is that it's very dependent on the outside world, right? So your idea of yourself is kind of half made up of entirely, actually, it's half, it's half made up of what people think about you basically. Right. And so I think what the reason it's a fear of ours is because we, you know, our ego in a sense, the, the modern eye is really this thing that is dependent, like almost it's tied indefinitely to people's perceptions. And so there's a lack of control in that. And people then fear how the things they are going to say are then going to be perceived. And so if, if you have this, you know, if, 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 if you're approaching any conversation, you know, and you're about to say something that you know, or I've seen, you know, in the world as being, you know, brash or, you know, maybe a little bit, uh, you know, politically insensitive or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, this trigger goes off in your head and says, uh-uh, uh-uh, alert, ego damage imminent, ego damage imminent, right? But we don't say ego, we say damage to me imminent, damage to me imminent. That's how the alarm goes off in your head. And so you react like it's an actual physical threat. And sometimes, like sometimes people can have like physical reactions. That's when you have panic attacks. That's when you have anxiety attacks because you're perceiving a physical threat. That's how your body's perceiving it. It's interesting, right? Filtering yourself in some ways may seem like the right thing to do, right? It's like, yeah, so you, you, so you want to filter yourself? No, 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 no. See, because what you do when you filter yourself is you hide the side that is your image of yourself. 
right? You hide, you hide what you think of yourself from the world. And the problem is, is like that relationship is reciprocal. You know what I mean? Like the more that you kind of speak your truth in a sense, or speak your side of your ego to the world, the more it reflects more of that back to you. And it becomes kind of it, it becomes more of a solidified thing, your identity. Right? And so the point is to unfilter yourself. The point is to really show who you are, to speak your mind, to speak your truth, speak what comes in your head. And it's an interesting thing that happens when you do that. It's a, it's a kind of magic, I think. And I'm interested to see how that works out in the world if anybody listening to this wants to try it. If you're brave enough, it's scary as shit. It's really scary. But if you, if you want to try it with somebody you trust, that's probably the best route to go about it. Take a friend. Go out there and tell them something you haven't told them before. Or tell us, find something. Is there something you're hiding that you haven't told anybody? What is it? I know it's there. Everybody's got them. Those skeletons in the closet, right? What's it? What is it for you? Whatever it is, find the one person you can trust in this world because everybody's got somebody. And if you don't, go find somebody. That's the first step, right? But find that person you trust, the person you rely on, you can lean on in a heavy situation and tell them it. See what happens. If it's really a person that trusts you, supports you, that's been around, that loves you, you know that loves you, their reaction is going to be 100% <laughs> different than what you're, you're going to think going into it. And you know what? Like, it, There's always a possibility that it isn't. But here's the thing. Even if it isn't, you just did something true. And I've found, and I still don't know if this is a law, <laughs> right? I don't know if you could define any laws in the universe. But if there is one, I think it is that it's when people are putting, when people witness truth, they, they're, they, they're, the weapons get taken away. They don't have anything to do. They don't know what to do. They can't respond. They can't say anything. They can't tear you down because you're the hero. <laughs> you're the ideal person. You're the, you're the, you're the brave one. Who tears down the brave one? The villain. Nobody's going to be that person. And if they are, then you know right away you chose the wrong person to tell that secret, right? <laughs> See how the clarity you get just immediately by doing that one simple action? You immediately know whether that person is somebody you can really trust or not, whether you want to keep them around or not. And at the end, if they were somebody you didn't want to keep around, aren't you glad you know that now? Would you really want them around anyway? Probably not, right? The point is to speak your truth, man. Be who you are. You know? Unfilter yourself. You know, tell, tell the, especially with the people that you love. If it's too hard or too scary to do that with the world, because I understand that, that's really scary. You know what? Do it, do it with the people you love. And that'll make a difference, I promise you. Communication is a big issue we have today. 
We talked about it a little bit in the uh, second episode there. But communication is a big part of this problem as well. Okay. And there's going to be future episodes. Hey, listeners, I usually don't do this, but I wanted to uh, make sure I clarify. Um, This was recorded uh, before I recorded episode three, the map. Uh, And so this little tidbit I'm talking about right here is just me explaining what I've already explained. Uh, So basically ignore this. I'm going to put this in instead. Um, But if you do have any questions about what I'm doing with this, please go to episode three, the map. Thank you. Depth on what I'm trying to explain here uh, in in a, a total episode that I'll release at some point here soon. Okay. Uh, But anyway, I think that's what I got for that topic. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks.